Hello, and welcome back to this week's podcast with Pleasanton Science Circle. I'm your host, Arya. I'm your co-host, Devanch. And I'm your other co-host, Ashani. So today we'll be discussing a scientific theory called supersymmetry. And essentially, it puts forth the idea that when the elementary particles of the universe were created, corresponding superparticles also formed to match each of those basic particles. And this concept would mean that there are twice as many particles in the universe as we want, than what we once thought. And that would mean that there are more types of symmetry possible. And Ashani is going to go into why this would be significant. Yeah, so many scientists really hope that supersymmetry is real because it would fill so many gaps in the standard model of physics, um, like dark matter, and it would give support to um, string theory. Um, the Large Hadron Collider was built to try and find the Higgs boson, but experiments have not found any evidence of supersymmetry so far. And now Devonch will tell you a little bit more about um, the standard model of physics. Yeah, so essentially supersymmetry is a theory to describe a certain way that the universe came about. So what we already know about how the universe came about has been evolving over time, but it's all summed up into what physicists call the standard model of particle physics. And there are a ton of things in the standard model, a ton of moving parts, but I'm gonna to try to break it down a little bit. So essentially in the standard model, there are two main types of elementary particles. Uh, remember that elementary particles are particles that cannot be broken down any further. So we know that things like atoms are not elementary particles because they can be broken down into protons, neutrons, and electrons. So there are two main classes of elementary particles, and those are called fermions and bosons. Forget what you know about elementary particles for a second because it's probably wrong. Essentially, fermions and bosons are two entirely separate classes. Fermions make up everything that you would call matter. So fermions are, are the, the building blocks of matter. They are what matter is based on, and they build into everything that you can see, that you can touch, that you can feel. Bosons are a little different, and they're incredibly important, as in everything would go flying or not exist if bosons didn't exist. Bosons carry the forces between particles. Bosons hold atoms together and they, they carry the forces of light, electricity, magnetism, uh, the strong and weak nuclear forces, which are forces that cause um, the holding together of protons and neutrons and the radioactive decay respectively. And in general, bosons are force-carrying particles that create forces between particles instead of the matter that we can see and feel. So why is this all important? Well, we think that there are 12 fermionic particles and a handful of bosonic particles currently. However, if supersymmetry was true, that would mean that we would have a corresponding fermion for every boson and a corresponding boson for every fermion. We would call those something like we have antimatter, so anti-electrons and anti-protons. We would call them the new supersymmetry 
uh, bosonic particles of electrons and protons, we would call them um, super electrons and super protons. Again, as Ashani said, this would fill in so many different gaps of our understanding of particle physics today, and it would allow for a new, an entirely new universe of things to be possible. It would be a massive revolution to the standard model as we know it. So my question is, how did this theory come about? Was there a certain um, idea that lent itself quite nicely to this theory? Or what caused scientists to come up with this theory as an explanation? Ashani? Um, I mean, I'm not really sure, but I think that if our listeners wanted to research more about supersymmetry, there's so much interesting um, science and information about it, even though it hasn't quite been proven yet. Um, it would be such a, a, a crazy like thing that could fill in so many different gaps, which ultimately could, could really help our understanding. So if our listeners want to go research, um, there's a world of information out there. So just to explain a bit about how supersymmetry, like why supersymmetry exists, is because there is a fundamental hole in the standard model. And that hole is that mass, as we know it, should not exist. Based on the standard model, fundamentally, no particle should have mass. There should be no particle that, uh, therefore, there should be no particle that attracts another particle based on gravity. And if we, we know that to be untrue, because you can see and feel yourself, you can see and feel things around you. So obviously, and you can hold things. So obviously particles to some extent must have mass. And we, the, the way we've solved this is through the existence of a new boson called the Higgs boson. And the Higgs boson and its associated field, which permeates the entire universe, is what gives every particle in the universe mass. And the reason supersymmetry ex exists is as a corresponding theory that evolved out of the Higgs boson and the efforts to find the Higgs boson, which has actually been really recently discovered. So supersymmetry exists as a parallel to the Higgs boson, and it was created to complement that. So um, my question is, do we know if the Higgs boson is like real? How would we figure that out? Um, yeah, so actually we have an entire, what, the biggest particle accelerator I believe in the world dedicated, it was created to find the Higgs boson um, because that's such a important problem, a recently important problem in fundamental physics and particle physics, because otherwise no particle would have mass without the Higgs boson and the Higgs field. Um, let's see. So if no particle <clears throat> would have mass without the Higgs boson and Higgs field, um, wouldn't we have to have found it in order to um, prove that all of this other stuff exists? Yeah, um, and that's that's why every that's why the fundamental 
like research of physics recently has been working to find the Higgs boson, and that's how we've found it so quickly. Um, it the, the particle, yeah, the standard model does not work without the existence of the Higgs boson, and that's why there was so much work put into finding the Higgs boson and proving the existence of the Higgs boson. Um, and with that, I think we're done. Thank you all for listening.